Welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and it's always such a pleasure to come into your home or wherever you are, if you have your smartphone, your tablet, your computer, whatever it is, to just bring you the truth of God's Word to help you to walk in the fullness that Jesus paid for you to have. And the great thing is that Jesus is alive today and he lives forevermore. So as people are joining, um, I'm just going to say um, just a quick prayer and then we're going to dive right in with, uh, with the broadcast topic. And I'm so excited, right, as usual. So Heavenly Father, thank you so much, Lord, for this time together, Lord, with the viewing audience, Lord. Lord, I just pray that this message, Lord, would reach the multitudes, Lord, the truth of your word and that it would be just so deeply put into every viewer's heart, Lord, and every hearer's heart, Lord, those of you who might be listening by podcast or just whichever way, everyone under the sound of my voice, I pray that this truth of the word of God will just go sink so deep into your heart and it would take root, take up roots, and that you would be planted and it, and those roots would just grow up like an oak tree in you and that you will just go forth and produce the fruit and give God the glory and the honor that he deserves by magnifying his son Jesus and Lord we just thank you right now we give you all the praise and all the honor and all the glory in Jesus name welcome 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 to the broadcast I see you guys jumping on and it's wonderful to have you here so on this broadcast I really I really want you to see that if you're in Christ, right, you're born again, you're saved, you've asked Jesus to come in and be the Lord of your life, right, he's your savior. We hear a lot about, you know, identity, right, identity in Christ and what that really means. But here's the thing. When you look in the mirror, do you see Christ looking back at you, right? And, and this would be absolutely right because he's in you. So I want to dive into this a little bit because uh, sometimes it's really amazing how you can read something in the Bible or be listening, you know, to the word of God and or even a book that's filled with the word of God. And all of a sudden, you know, maybe it's something that you've read over and over and over or you've heard over and over and over. And specifically, I'm talking about the word of God here, not people's opinions, but the word of God. Right. You know what I'm talking about. And then all of a sudden, you, you, you've seen it before, you've read it before, but all of a sudden something new, it's like you get this aha moment and it's, and it's like you're seeing or hearing this for the first time ever, right? And it's just awesome and it's just revelation. It's more revelation being poured out. It's awesome. So, you know, it reminds me of a while, a while ago, I had asked the Lord, I said, I want to have the faith of Jesus. Show me how to have the faith of Jesus. And he did. Now, I was already seeing, you know, healings and miracles, right? There's signs that make you wonder, right? Things that happen. And I was already seeing a lot of this, but I want 100%. I want the faith of Jesus. Because, you know, Jesus said that we would do the works that he did and more because he goes to be with the Father. And so... When I asked the Lord, I mean, I was bawling my eyes out. I just was like, I want the faith of Jesus. Show me, show me. And I went to the Lord with my whole heart. And then the Holy Spirit spoke to me in that instance, right? And he showed me. He said, it's like the law of gravity. And, you know, and I've explained this in some of my other videos before. But if you're new to this or you've heard it before, just bear with me because it's really, really awesome. But 
the Lord showed me that, you know, just like with healing, that it's like the law of gravity. It's already set. It's, it's a law that God already set up. And what, it, what he meant by that is it works the same way for everyone all the time. And you say, yeah, but then why doesn't everybody get healed? Because we still have to put into motion what, you know, it's a law. Okay, so in other words, gravity, gravity is already a law. It's set in motion, right? But here's the deal. Here's a building. This is you. If you step off the building, you're going down. It's the law of gravity, right? But so, and the Lord showed me, it's like, okay, so the word of God, healing is already a law. It's already set in motion because God, because Jesus already paid the price for you to have it. Okay, so this is what you have to understand. When Jesus got beaten at the whipping post, he paid the price in full for every person to be healed. He's not picking and choosing on the earth today who he's going to choose. No, today's not your day. Nope, sorry. Yeah, I think I think I'll heal you today. No. Jesus already paid the price for every single person to be healed, just like he already paid the price for every single person to be saved, right? But how do you how do you receive, you know, here's the thing. We are taught so much in the church about being saved, right? Every message is about being saved and salvation. And that's wonderful because that's like the greatest miracle ever. Because when we leave here, we know this is temporary. We want to make sure that we're going to be with the Lord, you know, in heaven. But at the same time, while we're here on this earth, the Lord paid the price for us to be victorious, to be healed in our, in our physical bodies, spirit, soul, and body. Jesus paid the price in full. Okay, going somewhere with this. So, so by his stripes, you were healed. So how do you bring it into motion? You have to, first of all, you have to really know and understand that your healing has been paid for. At that whipping post, by his stripes, you were healed. Done deal. It's a law. It's a spiritual law. Healing is done. It is set in motion. But, well, it's set. Okay. You have to put it into motion by the words that you speak. Okay. Not just empty words, right? But if you really, really, truly understand that the price has already been paid, now you speak the word of God, you set it in motion, and boom, it accomplishes what it was set to do. And that's what the Lord showed me. He said that when you speak that word, the word of God, it's truth. You're, you're putting it in motion, just like when Jesus spoke to the fig tree, right? This is, okay. So Isaiah 53, 5, got to bring you scripture, right? Everything I say, I'm going to back it up with scripture. This is so, so important that you really get this tonight. But he was pierced for our transgressions. So he was pierced because we sinned, right? He was crushed for our iniquities, right? Our wrongs. And upon him, Jesus, was the chastisement, the punishment that brought us peace. Oh my gosh. Everything, like he exchanged. He exchanged. He took all of our sins and, you know, sickness and everything on him so that we could have his life, which was life, right? Straight from God, straight from the Father. Okay. And by his stripes, his wounds, we were healed. Done, right? Then in the New Testament, 1 Peter 2.24 says, By his stripes, you were healed. Okay, so just what I was saying, it's a done deal. When, when Jesus was whipped at that whipping post, it, healing was done. And when he went to the cross, 
then our sins were done, you know, taken away. Now, how do you receive it? You receive it by believing what he did for you. Same thing with healing. You've got to understand that it was paid in full. You believe it. And now you speak in accordance with that. Now, remember this, this is so crucial. You have a covenant with God. So for example, say, you know, you go to pray for someone and they are not believing. Okay. Well, maybe they're an unbeliever. Maybe they don't have, a, you know, the covenant with God that you do, right? They haven't asked Jesus to be their Lord and Savior, but you have. God made a covenant with you. And he said, when you lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. Okay? So that sign is going to follow your faith, not the person that you're praying for. It's your faith. Okay? If they can be in agreement with you, great. But if they don't believe, but you do, then... Remember, signs follow the believer, okay? Mark eleven twenty four. If you believe what you say and don't doubt in your heart, right, you can speak to the mountain or you can speak to that sickness or you can speak to whatever it is and it's got to obey you. That's the word of God, right? Okay, here's another scripture to back that up. And boy, this has become... I use this one all the time. I stand on it every day. It seems like almost for everything. And, and it works because it's the truth. Matthew 16, 19. I love this scripture. Jesus said, I give you the keys to the kingdom. This is so good. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose right on earth, whatever you allow, he's saying, whatever you allow on earth will be allowed. But where does the binding have to take place first? Earth, right? So here's the deal. He was saying, whatever you allow, whatever you allow will be allowed. Whatever you don't allow won't be allowed. Remember Genesis 126, right? 126, 127. Jesus or God gave man dominion and he gave us dominion over every creeping, crawling thing that moves upon the earth. He gave us authority, right? Okay, so man ended up giving that authority away to Satan, but Jesus got, got it back for us. So we are restored back to before the fall, right? So my point is, is you still have that authority and dominion over every creeping, crawling thing that moves on the earth. It's not your authority, it's Jesus's, but he gave it to you. Okay, I'm not yelling at you. I'm just very, very passionate about this. I really want you guys to get this. So what's the kingdom, right? He said, Jesus said, I give you the keys to the kingdom. Well, what's the kingdom, right? The king's domain. Well, what's a domain? If you walk into your house, you're like, mm, this is my domain. It's my land. It's my territory. It's my house, right? It's where you rule. It's where you rule and you reign. God's kingdom, right? Heaven. It's his, you know, and, and what's the prayer? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Didn't Jesus tell us to pray that way? Yeah, right? So think about it. Is there any sickness in heaven? No, right? Is it God's will that it be on earth as it is in heaven? Yes, because Jesus said it, right? Yes. So what are the keys? What are the keys to the kingdom, right? We've got the word of God. We've got the name of Jesus. We've got the Holy Spirit living on the inside of us. The words we speak 
Oh my gosh, this is why you've got to know the word of God. You've got to know. If you didn't know that you have dominion and whatever you allow will be allowed and whatever you don't won't, how will you ever right walk and I mean and there's it's scripture after scripture after scripture that's why I'm giving you these scriptures okay never not once did Jesus ever pray or ask God to heal someone he just came in the authority of his father and he 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 just let the Holy Spirit just boom work through him Jesus never even take took credit he said it's my father in me that does the works okay this is so awesome you Oh my gosh, we really have to get this. John 14, 12. Okay, let me just back up. Jesus said, it's not even me that does the works. It's my father in me, right? And then in John, I, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me just keep going. John 14, 12. Jesus said, the works that I do, you will also do. And greater works. Who's he talking to? Us, right? The disciples, us. The works that I do, you will also do, and greater works than these, because I go to be with the Father. So, this is so awesome. Luke 10, 19. I love this. Jesus said, behold. Well, what does behold mean? It means look, pay attention, right? Behold. He said, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will hurt you. Oh my gosh, I'm telling you, I know, you know, in these videos, I talk about this all the time and I'm going to keep talking about it and keep talking about it because I, okay, uh, I'm going to, I'm, this is just, I know I get so excited that I feel like I can't even talk sometimes, right? Okay. <laughs> I was so excited this past Sunday because someone came up to me, a good friend of mine came to me and she said, Lisa, she said, Oh my gosh, she said, your videos bless me so much. She goes, my father, her dad was diagnosed. She goes, my dad was diagnosed with a heart problem, right? She goes, and they said that they would have to do further testing. And she just remembered from the videos, because she watches them, right? She remembered from my videos and she goes, oh no. She goes, uh-uh, I am not allowing, I don't allow this. And she said, in Jesus' name, and she commanded that his heart be made whole and that he is healed in Jesus' name. That is how it's done. Well, he went back for further testing nothing wrong with his heart, nothing. And so she was excited. I was excited. Um, we're both woo, fist bumping, high five. We are so excited because this is what God told us to do. And everywhere we go that we see a wrong, we see someone bent over. My friend, you, you have the Holy Spirit in you. You can go and just touch them and say, be healed in Jesus name. And the Holy Spirit's power, boom, is going to touch them, but you've got to know this. So stay with me here. This is, this is so good. Second Corinthians 520 says, so we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. Think about it. God does things through his people today. God is, listen, God did it through Jesus, right? When Jesus was here on the earth and then Jesus was going to be with the father he handed the baton over to the disciples and he said, go and make disciples. He knew that they weren't going to be around forever, right? That's why he said that those who believe, all believers, right? Those to come, that's us, that's you, that's me, right? Then yesterday, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Yesterday while I was driving, right? Again, listening to the word. And while I was driving, the Lord brought to my remembrance, um, 
an image or a vision, if you will, that he gave me just a couple months ago. I woke up one morning and I just saw that, you know, he just showed me that just this, this, this image of, and what I saw was myself looking in the mirror and Christ was looking back at me and I was like, wow, that is awesome, right? Well, how could that happen? if Christ is in you, right? And the Lord wanted me to focus on this or meditate on this, right? That that when you look in a mirror, it's Christ is looking back at you, right? And I was like, okay, what's the scripture for that? Like, I, I really, I want to know what's the scripture. And the Lord brought this to me yesterday. And he reminded me of when Jesus said to his disciples, he said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I send you. Think about this. Jesus was going back to be with his Father, right? To be with our Father. We have the same Father. We are co-heirs, joint heirs with Jesus. We have the same Father. He's our big brother, but he's also our Lord and Savior. And God has sent his very Spirit, right? It says in Galatians 4, 6 that, the, that God has sent the Spirit of his Son to live in, in you and me, right? The Holy Spirit. Oh, I love this. So... The Lord was showing me that, right, I just said this, that just like the Lord represented the Father when he was here on the earth, we, you and me, are to do the exact same thing representing Jesus now. How cool is that? Right? We represent Jesus. Well, we represent God too, God the Father too. The beautiful thing is we've got God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit because they're three in one living on the inside of us. You have all three living on the inside of you. Okay, so the Lord was showing me that we're to do the same works that Jesus did. Well, Jesus was put here on the earth, not just to save us. Yes, thank you, Lord, but to destroy the works of the devil. Why? To set people free, right? Acts 10, 38, Jesus went about doing good and healing all who were sick and oppressed of the devil, right? That's what you and I are supposed to be doing, you know, and it doesn't mean that everybody's going to be a minister or behind the pulpit. It doesn't matter. Everybody, you have a sphere of influence wherever you are, you know, the day of the superstar, it's over. Now, there may be people that we recognize and give honor to because, you know, they're, they're, they're walking in this and, you know, teaching and, and I'm telling you, you know, I just, I am following what the Lord tells me to do and I don't care, you know, what man tells me. I'm, I'm, you know, I've thought about um, starting like a mentorship program and, but people are out there doing this. I mean, I put these videos out here to you for free and this is the truth of God's word and you can turn around and you can do this and you can see people healed and set free and delivered. I don't even know how many people I spoke with on the phone today ministering healing. I've got another person that um, I'm going to be speaking to in about an hour from out from out in Idaho whose sister was just in a car wreck and their little her little niece is on life support. Oh no, uh-uh. And we already, you know, spoke on the phone and uh, no. She lives, little girl lives in Jesus' name because we're not allowing the spirit of death. Just, it's not allowed. Jesus said, whatever you allow will be allowed. Whatever you don't, won't. And we don't allow it in Jesus' name. Okay, so the Holy Spirit is at work in every believer exactly 
as he was at work in Jesus. You've got to really, you, you have to know this. We have not been taught this nearly enough. I started to say this before. You know, we're taught a lot about salvation, and that's wonderful. But imagine if we were taught the truth about healing, and we stop making excuses every time someone doesn't get healed for some reason, or they go home to be with the Lord, you know, or whatever. We don't have to make excuses. You know, we don't claim to know everything. We know that God's word is true. And if, and if something happens, we go to God and we say, you know, we, I know I do. And I say, Lord, like, where did I miss it? You know, like what teach me and all of us are continually growing, right? We're all growing. But if your heart is pure, you're going to see God. I'm telling you the words identity in Christ. I made some notes here, but knowing your identity in Christ means that you know that you are a child of God. You are a co-heir with Jesus Christ. It knows that it means that you know what it means to be that new creation. That when you got born again, the Holy Spirit came in and literally recreated your spirit and now you've become a new creation or some trans another translation says a new species that has never even existed before. It makes me think of like X-Men or something, right? Or superheroes, but it's it's the Holy Spirit. It's the ultimate. It's God. It's, oh, he's awesome. Not it, he, he's awesome. And then for transformation to take place in your life, remember, you've got to renew your mind with God's word. Romans 12, two, because it's the only way that transformation comes. It does not come any other way. You want the wisdom of God, then you need to get in the word of God. And I would say stop being instructed by people who are not in the word of God. They're not godly. You're not going to have godly wisdom if you go to them. Just saying you're going to get worldly wisdom, but you want godly wisdom. Okay. Knowing your identity means that you know that you are a co-heir with Jesus, that you are here to represent him to the world right? <clears throat> Jesus represented the Father physically. We're here to represent Jesus physically, right? We're to be Jesus to the world. So let me just see if I missed anything. Romans 8.37 says that in Christ, right? Christ in you makes you more than a conqueror. Christ in you always causes you to triumph. That's 2 Corinthians 2.14. Sickness tries to come, you need to say, nope. I can tell you, you know, just this past week, a couple of times at night, I was, you know, just like turning over in the middle of the night and I felt like, actually it happened last night and I felt it, like a wheeze, you know, like an asthma symptom starting. And I, you know, I, and it happened, you know, a couple times it was like, and I said, no. I just said, no, my husband's next to me, you know, but, but, and I didn't say it loud. I just went, no, I was like, no, I don't allow you. I don't allow you in Jesus name. Go right now. And it left. I'm telling you, whatever you don't allow won't be allowed. Now, if I had just sat there and was like, oh, here we go. And I didn't do anything. I would have needed an inhaler. And you know what? I'm just like, no. You got to get it at, mm. and if you have let it go, listen, it's never too late. You just speak to it where it's at and command that thing 
Remember, you have authority over every creeping, crawling, breathing thing that moves on the earth. Viruses, germs, bacteria, cancer, all of it. You have authority. But here's the thing. Remember, it's... Okay. Order of operations. Jesus paid the price. Okay? This is the legal basis for your healing. He paid the price. Okay? It's a done deal. Done. This is what you have to know. If you believe that, then it's easy. If you believe that Jesus paid the price for you to be healed, right? Not just, not just saved, but healed as well, right? By his stripes, you were healed. That's the word of God. Truth. Okay. Secondly, if you believe that the Holy Spirit resides in you, he's in you, which is the word of God. It's the word of truth. Guess what? You can go speak because you are Christ's ambassador. You represent God. You speak the word and you are standing in the place of Jesus. Just like Jesus represented the father, you are here representing Jesus. Okay. So oh, I'm not yelling at you. I'm just very passionate, but that's how you do it. And you will see it and you will see it. And I'll tell you, comment, make sure you email me at info at lisabuldo.com. I want to see the great things that God is doing through you, through you. All right. And remember, it's always God's will for you to win the battle. You know, that's another thing. This is a lie that people have made up when, when they didn't see someone get healed or maybe someone, you know, went home to be with the Lord where they say, well, it's not always God's will. No, yes, it is. It's always God's will to heal. Always. Otherwise, Jesus paid the price for nothing. For nothing. No, it is. But there's a devil out there who is a liar, a deceiver. He's a thief. He breaks in. And all he does is try to steal, kill, and destroy. Don't allow him. Don't allow him to do that to you or to your family. Don't allow him. Matthew 16, 19. I love it. Stand on it. It is written. I don't allow this. Whatever I allow will be allowed. Whatever I don't allow won't be allowed. So I don't allow this in Jesus name. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Remember, we don't go after people. We go after sickness, disease, and devils. That's what Jesus gave us authority over. Okay. All right. And 1 Corinthians 6, 17, one of my favorite scriptures in all the Bible. And I love all the scriptures. He who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with the Lord. Okay, so here's the thing. Stop separating you from the Holy Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit's in you. You're literally one spirit with the Lord. You're one spirit. Where you go, he goes. It's kind of like, you know, when you're pregnant with, well, for ladies, when you're pregnant with a child, you're never alone, right? That child is in you. The Holy Spirit's in you. And he's bigger than you. And he can do all, like, anything, any dead raising that's ever been done, any healing that's ever been done, the same Holy Spirit that lives in you did it. There's only one Holy Spirit. But the beautiful thing is, right, and we got to wrap our minds around this, he lives in every single believer. And that was God's plan so that there could be Jesus everywhere. That's why when it says the glory of God is going to cover the earth, how? Because believers are going to take their rightful position and know who they are in Christ, who Christ is in them. And they're going to release him everywhere they go. Mm, I love it. I love it. I love it. So anyway, we're just about out of time. But let me just say this. If you are not born again, you've never been born again, let's, um, 
let's do that right now. And I also want to think, I, just, I also want to say that if you start laying hands on people, you know, for healing, just remember you're the vessel, okay? Don't think about your faith because your faith is not in your faith. Your faith is in the fact that it's already paid. You're the vessel. You just lay hands and the Holy Spirit psh, does the work through you. Easy. It makes it so simple, okay? If you start thinking, I don't know, is it going to work? You're focused on you. Okay, don't do that. Don't do that. Okay? Okay. So if you're not born again, just repeat after me. Okay, just repeat after me. This is so important. And then I'm going to minister healing to you. Okay? Just say, Lord Jesus. Remember, if you are born again, the, the Bible says you're a saint. You're not no longer a sinner. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross and paid for my sins forever. And I believe that God the Father raised you on the third day. I know you are alive today and you live forever. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Teach me your ways. Be my Lord and Savior and baptize me with your Holy Spirit. Fire and fire. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In your holy name I pray, Jesus. Amen. And amen. Welcome to the family of God. And now, if you've got anything going on with you, and let me just say too, now it's time to get into the Word of God, okay? You get saved, you have to renew your mind with the Word or nothing changes, except your spirit. And then your mind and your spirit will be constantly confused because you don't know the Word. Your, your, mind, your spirit now has been made perfect, but your mind's got to catch up, okay? So if you've got anything going on, you don't have to tell me what it is. The Holy Spirit in me knows exactly what's going on with all of you. So what I say to you is in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command all sickness, disease, pain, spirit, any unclean spirits, leave now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command you be healed. From your head all the way to your toes, every cell of your body, be made whole right now in Jesus mighty name and so be it amen and amen and that's how simple it is now I want you to get up and do something that you couldn't do before if you had a broken wrist like somehow move it if you had a you know I prayed for a guy with a uh, who had a torn meniscus today and as soon as I minister I said get up He's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, he said it was about 70% improved. I'm like, that's not good enough. And we blasted that thing again. And it's okay. You know, I want to say this too. Remember, you can speak to something more than once. You do it. It's not that you're doing it in unbelief, but you're adding to. Okay? How do I say this? Oh, I don't really have time to get into it right now. But if someone says it's 70%, okay, more, Lord, all the way in Jesus' name, all the way. You keep going until it's done. That's all I'm saying. You're not praying in unbelief because, or if someone says, oh, the pain is better. Well, guess what? That means you hit it. Not you, but the Holy Spirit. Listen, yeah, you, because you and the Holy Spirit are one. Remember, it's his authority. He's in you. You are a co-laborer, right, with him. He's in you doing the work, but you have to work too because you've got to speak. You've got to lay hands. So you're co-laborers together to bring God glory. All right? You lay hands. Holy Spirit does the healing. God gets the glory, right? Jesus gets the glory. And everybody's happy. 
<laughs> except the devil. All right. Well, God bless you. Have a wonderful night, and I will talk to you again really soon. Okay? I'm sure I'll see you before Christmas. All right. God bless you. Bye.